The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. show with ron russell bringing you the good times in music fashion pop culture and entertainment yay and that's billy doll that's dancing to the beginning if you guys are familiar with the saw franchise that's the actual puppet that uh that gives all the messages as one of my favorite franchises so that's billy from saw and also with me today i have my fabulous outrageous cool man about town co-host and new husband ron russell how do you do? My name is Billy, and I'm from some movie that Jimmy just mentioned, but I don't remember. And I hope I have a Spanish accent, because if I don't, you're screwed. You don't. He has like a killer accent. Like oh, a killer. killer. He, he kills everybody. Hey, this is Billy, and I'm going to get you guys later. I'm going to chew you up and spit you out like caviar. Yeah, yeah. Where's that chick I was dancing with? Yeah. Where's a piece of, you know what, that chick. But I heard she was a guy. I got to check this one out. Excuse me. She's a chick with a thing. We don't yeah. say those. Words. Yeah, I like that accent better than the uh, the Transylvania one. Well, <laughs> we have a, a, we have a, a film star on today, Ted, who has a filthy, dirty mouth, and I just want to say that we're not responsible for anything that Ted says on the air. Later, okay. He's so stay later. tuned for Ted. Also, then we also got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello, world. What's going on, Jimmy Starr? What's going on, Ron Russell? Congratulations on pairing up there. Thank you very much. It was quite an ordeal. Quite an <laughs> quite ordeal, an my ordeal. Dear. And happy I don't birthday, suggest Jimmy. anyone get married in City Hall because it's not fun. Yeah. But the judge was wonderful, and we did get married before the bench, which was very nice. And, of course, this is not our wedding. This is just our marriage. Our wedding celebration will be in the spring out in Hollywood, California. There you go. We had a good time anyway. We're going to tell you more about it later. Yeah. Because uh, it was still fun. Now we're oh, married yeah. and we're having a good time. And he's it got RuPaul fun. in between his legs. What is she doing? Stop. <laughs> well, I, don't be nasty to my sweetheart. I love this puppet. She is my girlfriend. It's not a puppet. It's a doll. Well, now she's my puppet. Okay. And she dances and she shakes and she shimmies and she's so much fun to be with. You know, I always wanted to be a puppeteer. Ken Pedigree wants to know if he can give you away at the wedding. <laughs> If he could give me away, it that would make him like my father, wouldn't it? I've got good. He's old enough to be like that. I have good and plenty stuck to my teeth. Excuse me. Anyway, we want to give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. What's up? We want to thank everybody. First, I want to thank everybody for all the birthday wishes because yesterday was my birthday. I'm legal now, and uh, (laughs) and then I want to we want to thank everybody for our 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 wedding wishes because there was tons of them. I got to tell you, I usually get 150 emails, maybe you know anywhere from 90 to 100. My emails yesterday. Oh, my God, I, people I forgot I knew from all over the country, the world, England, I mean, Italy, all over, uh, California, Chicago, New York City, of course, Florida, 
everyone, thank you so much for your wonderful wishes and to all the gay people that wrote in saying how nice it was of me to talk about uh, equality and freedom and marriage for all. That's one of the reasons why Jimmy and I got married, because I wanted to enforce the law that has now been passed that we can marry. It's equality for all. There you go. Yeah, and that was one of my reasons. We'll tell Actually, you the other reason later. Also, too, uh, uh, we want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. What's up, everybody? Audrey, Ginger Irish, Ken Pettigrew, Morley, Morley, I hope you had a good weekend. Um, Rebels in the chat room, we want to thank everybody in there uh, for all your support. And Ken says you can call him Daddy, no problem. Okay. <laughs> what, you guys? That's Ken Daddy, Pettigrew from the Ken Pettigrew I'd Show. I'd like a brand new car, champagne and caviar. Oh, Daddy, can you bring it all to me? All right, Ken, we need some champagne, some caviar, and a new car. <laughs> I could use a new car, but I'm not. I love my car, the Chi Roadster. I'm going to rebuild it and keep it because I love it. There you go. I recommend that. I, I recommend Audi to everybody. I've got almost 170,000 miles on my car. It's 10 years old. It drive, I'm eating good and plenty, by the way. And it looks fabulous, and it drives wonderfully. Never had any trouble with it. Good. We what love you, it. What are you eating? I'm eating Mike and Ike. Well, give me some Mike and Ike's. I like that. I'm too. eating Mike and Ike's. They're fruity. Um, they were part of my birthday present. And if you guys notice today, I'm wearing a beautiful, if anybody who turned, hit the ITV button. Make sure you guys hit the ITV button. You can see us in our studio in Pennsylvania. I'm wearing a beautiful new gray polka dot shirt that I got for my birthday uh, from from my husband. Which goes along with the beautiful gray cardigan by Mr. Lauren. That's right. It's, it's fabulous. So, like, the birthday was awesome. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's the first time you see me on the show without a Jimmy Star shirt on mm-hmm. because this is my brand new shirt and, and I, I love it. I don't have a Jimmy Star either. I'm wearing a polo that Jimmy gave me last Christmas. And I love it. It's a, absolutely so. All is good in the world of Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad everybody likes the uh, shirts. And again, thank you for all the well wishes. We had a good time. Mm-hmm. Today we're going to have an awesome show for uh, you. What a show. We're bringing on Tony uh, Gal, who's, uh, uh, he works for Dragon Con, which is the largest fan-run uh, convention in the world. He's a super cool guy. He's a member of Tribe, so we're very uh, happy to bring him on. And then we've got... Wait, wait, uh, let's talk about Tony Gowell, because I call him Gowell. Did you ever meet somebody like for five minutes and you loved them and you thought they were your best friend forever? I met Tony. He was a sweetie pie. And I flipped over him. He is probably the sweetest, nicest, funniest guy I've met in years. And I'm so proud and happy to call him friend. And I hope he shares that with me, that he feels the same about me. But when he comes on, we're going to have a ball blasting each other, dishing each other, doing all gay queen stuff. Then we got in our Funny. second half. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, in our second half of our show, we're going to have... Now I got that Mike and Ike in my mouth. We're going to have Delicious. character have actor one. William mm-hmm. Sanderson. Mm-hmm. You guys know him. He was the sheriff in the first season of True Blood. And he was in Rocketeer, one of my favorite, favorite. Oh, I just dropped some Ike and Mike out of my mouth. How disgusting <laughs> is that? Oh, it fell into her hair. Look, it's stuck in RuPaul's hair. <laughs> anyway, keep going. He's in, yeah, he was in Rocketeer. He was in Deadwood, won all kinds of Emmys. Some actor. Um, he mm-hmm. was also in Coal Miner's Daughter, The Client. He was in Blade Runner, and he was on Newhart for many years. So it's mm-hmm. going to be a really great show. We're really looking forward to it. And before I was talking about Ken Pettigrew, Ken Pettigrew has a show called The Ken Pettigrew Show. Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific time. Go to KenPettigrew.com. Follow him on Twitter, at Ken Pettigrew. And he's getting hitched. And, yeah, in May of next year. Mm-hmm. Um, also, give a shout-out. You know, we have some cool supporters, and they're always, like, in the chat room. We want to thank all of them. We want you to follow them on Twitter. We have at Morley's Musings, at Ken Pettigrew, at Chad L. Girl, 
at Irish Ginger Official and at LCF and LC Promotion promo. I think is what it is. And if you buy Mike and Ike eat the lemon ones, they're out of this world. Oh God, they're delicious. Okay, okay, okay. They're not even our commercial. They should send me a couple of dozen cartons. Of this. <laughs> Mike and Ike and good and plenty. It's like movie theater candy. Oh. I know, but you can't talk because your teeth get stuck together. I know that's funny. And we also want to um, uh, give a shout out to uh, Shane Layton because you guys know Shane Layton. She's an awesome singer. She's got friend. the book of light and darkness. Uh, the second one, The Vampire's Reflection, just came out recently. And tomorrow is her birthday. And since and we can't do with birthdays. It, I'm going to sing later happy birthday to her. Michael Lettick. The show's never going to end without me doing that. She is so wonderful. You know, she's a hardworking girl. She's not from the richest side of the town. But she was kind and wonderful and thoughtful, and she sent us two movie tickets. I'm going to cry in a minute for Jimmy and I to go see a movie. And I, it was, it was and awesome. I don't even want to use those tickets. I really want to put them in my scrapbook with a great big heart above it. And, and an I love you so much. It was fabulous. She's fabulous. And so we I love her. She's like my other daughter. Out her. I, love my, I love my Shane. I love my Shane. I love her. And her birthday is tomorrow, mm-hmm. so she's going to be 23, I think, Well, tomorrow. she looks 17, so let's say she's 18. That's tomorrow. right. And you guys can follow her as mm-hmm. Shane Layton and get her book, uh, Of Light and Darkness, mm-hmm. You know, the old, you know the old cliches that we talk about when they're beautiful, but they're bitches or they're snobby? This girl is built like magnificent. She's gorgeous. She's intelligent like you can't believe. Super, super smart. Beautiful, natural redhead. And is a gem. Is a sincere, gorgeous, wonderful human being. And her husband, Frank, Maybe is the same. When we take a music break, I'll try and call her and get her to call in and we can sing Happy I Birthday to her. I want to sing to her Happy Birthday, yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely. see if we can do that. I was going to sing to Jimmy Happy Birthday today, my funny Valentine, except my stupid laptop took a powder on me and it stopped working. And my recording didn't go through and I won't go on the air singing unless I've heard myself back, you know, playback. <laughs> But it's a very weird arrangement. It's Shaka Khan's arrangement. It's very strange. And there's a lot of, you know, stuff you got to do in there, a lot of modulating and stuff. We'll get it worked out anyway. It'll be, look, don't worry about it, folks. I'm not Frank Sinatra. Nothing to wait for, believe me. That's all right. We're having fun, and that's all that matters. So, again, we want to thank everybody for all their support, Mm -hmm. and all is good. And now we're going to move into the next part of our show, which is to call Tony. Yay, Tony. Yay, yay, yay. So, Chad, go ahead and see if you can call him. I'm getting that, that up now. now. I hope I got the right number. Hello? Hello, <laughs> is this Tony? It is. How are you? It is Tony. What's yeah. up, Tony? Yeah. This is the Jimmy Star Show. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Ron's just dying to say he, something he, already. You sat there for like 10 minutes letting it ring a few times saying to yourself, oh, frig them. Let them wait. I'm not going to be so anxious and pick it up on the first ring, bitch. I know you. <laughs> How are you, my sweet cookie jar? I am great. Congratulations, you two. I hear you had a very, very special day. Yeah, we got married. Jimmy's birthday. Jimmy is going to be like 50, my age. <laughs> <laughs> and don't you dare laugh, Tony. I'll come there. I'll pull your fucking hair right here. Oh, I cursed. Hey, See, Tony? Hey, hey. You made me curse. I would have just... never pictured you as 50, though. I thought maybe 21. I love you more than before. Um, how's, your, <laughs> how's your son that you look younger than? Oh, he's awesome. He is um, all in love with um, this beautiful young lady. She looks a lot like Reese Witherspoon. So the two of them have been canoodling for the past few months. And they're making those googly eyes at each other and 
updating their status to tell each other how cute they think the other one is. So it's pretty <laughs> nauseating. Nice. But and they're, and they're when, pretty... I spoke, when I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago, he said he never was going to get married. He was going to bang every piece of ass that's walking on the planet. <laughs> Did he change his tune? This chick must have yes, magic I in her he in her perspiration. Trying to give you some for the um, for the interview. Oh, there you go. What Hold on. He's, he was trying to be macho for the interview. Yeah, I Wait, wait, I want to go back. We have to go back because we started too informally since we know you. Uh, uh, mm. Let's go back. First of all, we're having a debate. How do we pronounce your last name? Gowell, just like Howell or Powell, but with a G. No, Gowell. Darling. No, darling. You will always be Tony Gowell because I've met a few people and they say when she goes, she goes well. <laughs> My mother used to say that um, I go well with me, I go well with money, I go well with men, yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. And that's good. I like that. So and you go well with us as a good friend. There you go. I like that, too. So it's Tony Gold, everybody. So welcome, Tony Gold, to, go, to the Jimmy Star Show. Gow. Say say hey to everybody Gow. in the chat room. Gowl. All right. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Florida. You know how they speak in Tony Gowl. So say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everyone in the chat room. You can't hear? No, you're chewing too much. I can't I'm hear. Chew- I'm chewing. You can't hear. I'm yeah, chewing Mike hear. and Ike. Mm-hmm. I know. You. I know, but I can't hear, so like, please don't chew quite he turned, so loud. He turned 49. He can't hear. What's going to happen anymore? The show. going to fall off. So then we also got Tony behind the, the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Tony. Welcome to the show, brother. Hi, Chad. How are you? Just fine. You should see Chad, Tony. <laughs> oh, here we go. Well, He's smoking hot. Here we go. You would go well if you saw him. He's, he's built like like Pluto from Popeye, and he's cute as hell. Nice. And he's the sweetest guy. He's got a big heart, and he thought it's something else, huh? But he's got a big <laughs> heart, maybe that too, and he's just as sweet as can be, and he's got a girlfriend, but he's not marrying because he doesn't believe in marriage, but he eats health food, so he's a little, you know, lame in the brain because he needs sugar. <laughs> if he eats sugar and crap food, he'll marry the girl. There you go. Nice. Now you know, now you know me. Marry me. I gave him 10 boxes of candy. <laughs> That's how it worked, huh? And now I'm on a sugar high, and like I'm not coming mm-hmm. down. It works. So let's go back. So, so we met. You know, everybody just so everybody knows, we met Tony and his son. We mm-hmm. met him at, at Parafest, which is an awesome convention. And it happens to be that Tony actually works for DragonCon, mm-hmm. which is the largest fan-run convention in the world. And tell mm-hmm. everybody a little bit about DragonCon. We'll give you guys a little plug so everybody oh, yeah. knows what it is. Sure. Um, DragonCon, we just successfully finished our 27th year. And we're already making plans and negotiating contracts and beginning it all over again for the 28th show, which will be over Labor Day weekend, 2014. Uh, so that's what I do. I'm one of the office directors. I work in the convention office all year round to answer phone calls, emails, and uh, work with the board of directors and some of our senior staff to make sure that everything runs as smoothly as possible with a convention that brings in almost 60,000 fans from all over the world. Which is absolutely huge because we go to a lot of conventions and most of them have like two or 3,000. Some have 20,000, but 60,000, that's like unbelievably huge. And we'll be coming to yeah. you on Labor Day. But listen, Tony, you left something out, something very important. What else did you do? What did you're an actor and you've well. been on The Walking Dead, my friend. <laughs> we were going to go into that's that true. after we finished. Well, I have to push this bitch here. along. She's, she's, you know, tired. She's <laughs> doing all those dragon fests. She's exhausted. Dragon I got to push this little twazil. Wait, wait. So, so uh, tell everybody where Dragon Con is. It's in Atlanta, Georgia. And it's always over Labor Day weekend in downtown Atlanta. Okay, so and then what's the website for people to check out Dragon Con? DragonCon.org. 
There you go. And like, give, give an example of some of the big stars that if you go there, you can go and meet. Because like, that's always oh, impressive. Gosh. Um, this past show, we had the great fortune of meeting Lucy Lawless. She came to play with us. Uh, the great William Shatner. I love William George Shatner. Kay. Oh, he's uh, great, Liam too. Liam McIntyre from Spartacus. Oh, that's cool, um, too. Uh, the very lovely Kathy and Jimmy. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. I love her. <laughs> that's uh, awesome. In other words, big stars. You go to Dragon Con, you can meet big stars. Yeah. Get pictures. We bring teams. over 400 celebrities every year to the show. That's awesome. I know you guys have had Lance Henriksen and Malcolm McDowell. They're my two favorite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Malcolm was here this past year. Lance was here last year. Yeah, I love them. And if you go, you could meet Jimmy and I. Yeah, because we're going to go next year, you guys. And we're going to be big stars. Yeah. Right? And by oh, next year, we're going to be big stars. We're going to be major SAG movie actor, multi-million dollar production stars. stars. <laughs> and I you're going to say, and with great pride and honor to present to you Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell. <laughs> I like this plan. I can't wait to say those words in front of uh, an audience of 2,000. Well, I'm going to give you a lot of candy. <laughs> Before, get you sugar high. When you're sugar high, I'll tell you what to do. I mean, I I've, been accused of, I've been accused of mesmerizing a lot of people, and I've been accused of brainwashing people and controlling them. I love that one. Let, we need to give a shout-out to you. Let's give a shout-out to your son and your, and your yep. significant other, which I don't know your significant other's name. I forgot. Um, my husband's name is Andrew Anderson, and we'll be celebrating our five-year anniversary coming up on the 1st of November after Ooh, 18 awesome. years of being together. Yep. Good for That's you, awesome. kids. Good for Congratulations. you, Congratulations. So shout-outs to all of those people, and it's super awesome. Thanks. First, that's so cool, right? The day after, because Halloween is my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mike and and when we got married, if Halloween had fallen on a Saturday, um, that would have been the day of our wedding. But we got married in Canada, so in order to um, accommodate the best guests to come to the far west coast of Canada, um, I had to have the wedding on a Saturday. So it so fell on November 1st. We wanted to is it legal it. in Canada? Gay marriage? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. They were yeah, one of the first 2002, ones. I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. They're so far ahead of us in so many well, ways. You know, Jimmy tried to pick me up sure. in the mall, <clears throat> and I thought he was some kind of a weird, you know, pervert. And I walked away from him, told him to get lost, and he kept following me. And then I didn't like That's him. That's hilarious. No, it's true. I, he, he said I look like I, a he tramp. He walked by, and he looked so good, and I said, hey, gorgeous. Oh, no, I said, you're gorgeous. Tony, I, all I had on were white flip-flops, skin-tight white jeans, no underwear, and a white shirt with my white hair, and he couldn't get over it. He thought it was Mr. Clean. You know, jumped out of a bottle and was walking in the It mall. was awesome, and he told me to get lost. Mm-hmm. But then listen to this. Now, the reason why our Halloween is our anniversary, really, I didn't like him, and he kept pursuing me, and I was dating another guy who we won't mention his name. And that guy came to my house for dinner with Jimmy because I had a business meeting about a production we were doing. And the guy is sitting on my other sofa, and I'm sitting on a sofa next to Jimmy, and Jimmy's rubbing my neck and squeezing me in front of my other boyfriend. So... I didn't like him. I thought he was terrible and rude and pushy. Then we go to do the production, and Jimmy played an undertaker, and he was in a beautiful suit with a tie and his hair combed normal. And when I walked into the set and I looked at him, I thought, oh, my God, is he gorgeous. He is sexy. And from that moment on, I, I really liked him. Liked him? Oh, I liked him. I fell in love with you. <laughs> what, honey, you're not love, love at first it. sight material. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. You are not first love, love at first sight material. Tab Hunter was. George Clooney is. You're not. Isn't that terrible? Listen You'll get to, to know you. I love you material. Okay. Get to know. Okay. That works. Either way, it works. So that, that works. So I'll take How it. about you, Tony? When you saw your guy, was it love at first sight? Uh, well, it was definitely lust at first sight. For oh, sure. So he, he had just gotten right out of the right. army. 
Okay. Oh, he soldier, served, soldier uh, stuff. Almost mm. five years as a combat medic, and mm. uh, he had just gotten out of the military, and he was actually dating someone, and they had come over to my apartment to visit with my roommate, and so I was just like, "Who is this beautiful, beautiful boy?" And uh, we just hit it off really nicely. And, so he's a um, butch soldier. You captured a butch soldier. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. And, uh, he's not bad. <laughs> no, Sounds not good. I mean, he plays rugby and plays softball, and oh. yeah, he's pretty athletic. Covered in tattoos and piercings. Oh, he's, the piercing! Uh, you like part piercing? Native American, so he's dark brown hair. And wow. Goes down his back and tan skin. Yeah, he's cute. Oh, stop! We're getting warm. It's so room. funny too because, like, you were, you said you guys were together for eighteen years, and you don't look a day over like twenty five. And so it's like you were like oh, seven. Oh, thank you. You were like seven when you met him. No, when no, no. Him. Listen, you old bitch. <laughs> You old bitch. When I saw you and you said that kid was your son, I thought you were pulling my leg. I thought to myself, who's she kidding, this bitch? That's not her son. <laughs> she looks younger than the son. The son had a beard. He looked your age. So I couldn't believe it. And when you proved it to me that he was your son, I couldn't get over your age either. You're old meat, sweetie. You're, you know, you're over the hill a couple you, of times. And you took very over the hill. And you, take, and you look gorgeous. You, you look, look gorgeous. so young. I mean, how much work have you Thanks. had? You could tell me. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> It'll just be our little secret. Our secret. You think um, tell everybody? No, have you had work done? Um, Stop it, Jimmy. What? Not, not under the knife. Okay. But, oh, but I you, have, have, you have fillers and, and Botox and jazz. I've had things done, yes. I'm natural. I've never touched my face at all, not even with shaving cream. Yeah, right. <laughs> if they lift no, my I, face I one more time, my dick's going to hang from my chin. <laughs> I have balls under my chin if they lift me one more time. If they pull my face up one more time, <laughs> I'll have I'll have a goatee. You'll be a ball chinian. You can tell everybody mm-hmm. you have two Adam's apples. They won't. They won't know. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm eating, <laughs> I'm eating Mike and I, I, I You need to go, go easy I on them. You're going to have like such a sugar high. Oh, that's why I need it because I'm tired. <laughs> I mean, we oh, well, you had to see Tony. What an idea. Would you get married, honey? City Hall? Oh, we got married at the Fairmont Empress in Victoria. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, Mary. Where'd you get married? The Fairmont Empress. Oh, excuse me. I got married City Hall. (laughs) Downtown New York with all the homeless people. They came there to sleep. (laughs) They came there pretending to get married to each other. Just to lay on the sofa. I couldn't see if there were any homeless people at my wedding. There were so many celebrities there, and the sun was setting. The glare was in my eyes. I I wouldn't have been able to tell. Sorry. Oh, excuse me, bitch. <laughs> I mean, you know, okay, well, I'm going to bitch smack you when I see you for sure. They're making me curse. They're going to edit this freaking show like you can't believe. Every other word, they're going to go beep, 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 beep. People are going to think something's wrong with their freaking computers. That works. I think that's... Listen, Trampette, when are you coming up here? Um, it is getting close to your cold time, so not anytime soon. Well, what are you, like Mary Fairy, afraid of a little cold? <laughs> Get the I husband to buy you an ermine coat like mine did. I have a beautiful ermine coat that I'm wearing this winter. <laughs> I really do. He got me an ermine coat by Gautier. That's really nice. That's true love. Well, I'm going to wear it. I don't care. It's by Gautier. I look like a dope dealer. <laughs> it's a pimp hey, jacket. Mm-hmm. Whatever All I need sells is, the product. All I need is a car with a wheel on the back. And baby, I'm rolling. <laughs> it's true. I look like a pimp. Right, Where's the reception? What? We're gonna have it. We're not when gonna have it until next year. We're gonna Honey, have... you're coming, darling. You and the soldier. Uh, I know. That's what I'm done trying to. to we're doing it in Hollywood. Doing Hollywood there. in the spring, and Chip Coffee okay. is gonna 
Chip Coffey is going to marry us because he's an ordained minister. And my buddy Lainey Kazan is going to sing while we get married. I love her. I love Lainey, too. She's a wonderful person. You'll love her as you get to know her. And we have a lot of celebrities coming to our wedding and also we're hoping that Bravo will pick it up and air it as a reality. And then we could... Yeah, they should. Well, we get, it's going to cost us a fortune, that wedding. We'd like to make the money back from Bravo. <laughs> Right. Jimmy is laughing. Wait till he gets the bill. <laughs> That's nice. He's not. He'll be laughing on. We're the gonna ground. go next year. We have a couple of big, big projects mm-hmm. uh, coming up, and so like uh, we're gonna have to do some filming and stuff. And then when we get done with that, we're gonna go to LA and take a little break. I'm even oh. inviting Sophia Loren. Hashtag first world problems. Oh, we have a few movies that we have to shoot. Wrist to forehead. Yeah. How dramatic. <laughs> How terrible. What's All that suffering you. Yeah, have. I know. So I want to ask a question. Okay, so you're a sure. SAG actor, and you've worked as a casting assistant, and yep. and, and, and you have like such cool things that you've gotten to work on in one way or another, including The Walking Dead and being a barn zombie in The Walking Dead. But believe it or not, mm-hmm. out of all the different things that you've done, my favorite thing was that TV show Life As We Know It, which didn't really make it. It only did a season, I think. Oh, um, you, Life As We Know It was a movie. Oh, is it really? It's, that's not that, that show that had like a... Oh, then I don't even know what it is. I thought that was that TV show with, uh, what's her name? Sharon Osborne's daughter, Kelly Osborne. And here I thought you knew everything. No. I do know everything. I thought there's a TV show called Life as We Know It. I thought it got canceled. I believe you. I believe you. The movie that I did was with Catherine Heigl and Josh Tamell. Oh, I know, I know what that one is, too. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was probably fun, too, but now I'm not as excited. Then I would rather go back to, like, Vampire Diaries and Franklin and Bash. Did, did, they, go to, did they go to your wedding? Oh, uh, Franklin and Bash was probably right. one of my favorite scenes. That and a scene that I did... Also with Catherine Heigl, I worked with her in a movie called Killers with Ashton Kutcher, and I had a really great scene with her. Well, did you um, invite those two to your wedding? No, no, no. I worked after my wedding. Those oh, so you never got them on your wedding? Work. Well, bitch, I'm going to get them no, on my wedding. No, no, I, I had somebody from... So uh, there, so there, so there, so there, so there, <laughs> one more time. So there. What about? I think that's funny. I, I like uh, Malcolm McDowell's kind of like a friend of mine. I've you know done several things with him and, and stuff, and he's and really. Cool. I worked with him on Franklin and Bash. Yeah, which that's a cool show, Franklin and Bash, mm-hmm. and Blindside. So, did you know Irony Singleton then? Because I know, like when we met you, we we were there with Irony Singleton. Also, did you know him when he was on the Blindside? I did meet Irony, and that shot a year before we started working on Walking Dead. Okay, but yes. I did meet him on the Blindside. And I have to say before, Malcolm McDowell did a film with my daughter Deirdre, and it was called Roses and Petro, Patrol, and it was shot in um, California, actually, supposed to be London. And she liked mm-hmm. it. She thought he was very nice. And it was a Georgiana Heller production. There you go. Well, I got I, okay, you got your plug in. You I've talk. dressed him several times. He likes my clothes, so. I wonder how many and times. He's a, a very witty man and tells beautiful stories. Doesn't he? He tells great stories. I have a video series that I don't really promote anymore, but it's called Jimmy Stars the Shit, and it's all the different, wow. a lot of different celebrities that I've dressed in the past saying, you know, hi, I'm Malcolm McDowell, Jimmy Stars the Shit, or whatever. And he's, he's on it, so I like that. I hate that. You hate that. Oh, what about the Vampire Diaries then? Tell us something cool about the Vampire Diaries since that's one of the hottest shows on TV. Um, I was working on casting for the first season, and I worked with Marty Cherix, who was the casting director. I was her assistant, and uh, it was the first time that I actually had to work with young teenagers that were 18 uh, that looked younger, that looked like you know they were still in high school, and I had to cast uh, for a bikini car wash scene. That was um, definitely an interesting challenge. 
Um, so that's probably one of my strongest memories from the Vampire Diaries was just trying to find 18-year-olds that didn't think that we were a bunch of pervs trying to do something that was not legit. Because Vampire Diaries, when we were filming that particular episode, it was like episode five of season one, the show yeah, hadn't wasn't that aired big yet. yet. So right. nobody knew what the hell it was. So, you know, we all, yeah, it's a vampire show. I want to be in a bikini and watch a car. Yeah. So that's what we were doing. <laughs> Vampires washing a car. I was in a film with Vincent Price where we had to run down Hollywood Boulevard and daylight was coming. Oh, my coworker is the biggest <clears throat> Vincent Price fan. Oh, Vincent, wonder, I loved him. We were sitting on the curb. Would you believe it? Hollywood Boulevard, Vinny and I were sitting on the curb with Vanessa Parker, who was the other vampire, and we were bullshitting the whole time on the curb. He is a riot. And he got up and he said, oh, I think I have curb, oh, I've got to do it right. I think I have curb imprints in my ass now. <laughs> He's a funny guy, Vincent. <laughs> Who would ever think Vincent Price would say that? And also, he was a very good buddy of Jane Russell's. They were like best friends. And uh, Jane and I, you know, who were very good friends, we, she, we spoke of Vincent a lot. Great guy. So let's go back then. So then you work. Now you're doing zombie stuff, a lot of zombie stuff. You're barn zombie. How was it being the very first season of The Walking Dead? We actually did a Walking Dead show, and we had um, we had like the girl who was the bicycle girl zombie come on, and we had yeah, Michael Melissa, Rooker. Melissa Cowan. Yeah, yeah. Melissa, uh, Michael Rooker, the guy. I forgot the guy's name, but the guy who like was beating up his wife. That has to be the guy from Long Island, the brothers. No. <laughs> no. What's his name? The five brothers. No. What are their names? Uh, his, I don't know. his character was married to Melissa McBride's character. Yes. Yes. I like, can't we remember had him the on. actor's name because I didn't I ever do a scene with him, so I never met him. I forgot his name, too. He was a really nice guy. And so we had him, Michael Rooker, Melissa, and somebody else who played like a zombie uh uh, all on at one show, you know, like all all of us on the show at the same time, like having a right. conversation. It was a lot of fun. The show's a huge hit. Um, back then when we had them on, we had them on after like the third episode, so it wasn't like, you know, a phenomenon like it is now. Uh, but like, That's so true. how is that working now? Like, I know you do a lot of conventions with a lot of the stars of the show uh, and all you guys go and sign autographs and meet all your fans and everything. So how how is it working yeah. on one of the biggest shows on TV? Um, well, you know, at the time, when I worked on season one and season two, the show had just taken off, and season three really cemented its status, and that was when my son was able to step out and do some really intimate work on the show and was even featured on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. So well, He looks incredible the... as a zombie. I mean, my God. Oh, he does. Yeah, he's got the... Looks like his face is half eaten off. It's, it's, it's incredible. How's the food oh, yeah. on that? How's the hey, food on that, that show? Let him finish that, though. Keep going. Keep going. So finish that. Ron doesn't like to let people finish a sentence. No, because I get bored. <laughs> no, that's completely I, I gotta move right. fast I'm a Gemini. Yeah, well, I started working on the movie Zombieland back in 2009, and the same casting agency that was hired to cast for The Walking Dead invited me to come back as a zombie. So I worked on nine or ten episodes across season one or season two and um, wound up being... Uh, in the barn through all of the barn episodes that were filmed. So um, that was, uh, you know, sight unseen when we filmed season one, season one was already in the can right. two months before they even aired the first episode. And there were only six episodes and it right. did really, really well for AMC. Um, so it, the ratings just kept going up. And so by the time they aired the second episode of season one, they renewed it for a second season. So we all got to come back. There was a bit more buzz. There was a bit more security lockdown. Um, so by the time season two finished, uh, it was crazy. Like people trying to sneak onto set. People were springing up, you know, these zombie walking tours of all the locations. Um, there are a couple of companies out there that are trying to make a buck off of the 
success of the show uh, by giving guided tours, you know, around the different filming locations. Oh, my god! So whenever you have walking tours that step up and want to showcase, you know, a public street where they happen to film the show, um, I think it's just kind of funny and definitely shows that a, a, a program or a film has actually ar- arrived as being really popular if that can raise money to have somebody start a company based off of something that happened several years ago. Isn't that funny? That's so. Is everything is happens to the, me every day? Is a lot of the show still filmed in Georgia? <laughs> oh yeah, it's filmed in an area uh, of Georgia called Sanoi. It's about uh, forty-five minutes south of downtown Atlanta, um, about thirty minutes south of the international airport. So it's really easy for the principals to fly in and out of the city and get to set in less than an hour. Oh, that's um, cool. But it's. It seems really rural and actually is pretty rural. When you get south of Atlanta, there are there is a lot of countryside. So, um, yeah, the, the show still films there. And, in fact, the production office is the prison. Oh, um, that's Season good. two, we used the production office while we were filming the farmhouse and barn scenes, which were five minutes down a dirt road. Um, mm-hmm. And then season three all took place at the production office. They just built you know a big fence and a couple of guard towers and called it a prison. So I do you do you actually watch the show like now that you know everybody oh, yeah. and you're in it do you watch it? Yeah, I watch the show. I'm a huge fan of uh, any of those post apocalyptic scenarios where you know society has ended and you have your survivors and you find out that what the true monster is is not whatever decimated the population, but it's you know the bits of humanity that are left. So I've always been a huge fan of the Resident Evil series. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Cormac McCarthy, who wrote that Pulitzer-winning novel, The Road, is one of my favorite books, and it was turned into a, a pretty clever movie, actually. Um, Jericho, Jeremiah, uh, Terminator, all of those things yeah, all that in stuff. the world where everything goes straight sideways has always been an appeal to me as a fan. So the opportunity to work as a zombie, of course I jumped all over it. Um, not only to stretch myself as an actor, but you know, it was my first time ever working with heavy prosthetics and makeup and knowing the yeah, routine of getting into creature special effects makeup. And it was a lot of fun. Um, I would do it again and I would be. I like that. What's the uh, – now, uh, I, I, I'm having a total brain fart. The guy I who plays the older guy who was the expression. doctor, who was the veterinarian who lost his leg. Oh, yeah, Herschel. Herschel. <laughs> I love him. And, you know, because he I, – I used to be a big CSI fan, and he played Marge Hellenberger's father on CSI. Oh, and that's why he, right, he did. And he was also um, – he was also the one – in Monster. He was in Monster, one of the old men who picked up the hooker who got killed. I didn't see the like a friend Monster. of Monster. With Halle No, Monster – no, that's Monster's Ball. Monster's the one that won – I think it's Monster's. The one about oh, uh, with Chloe with Chloe Sevigny and uh, and uh, who was the, who played the killer in that movie? It won an Academy Award. Like, the hell do I know? I, I don't mean, know. I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, you know what movie Charlie I'm talking Theron. about? I have not a clue. Yes, Monster, Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that like he one. was he was one of the he was one of the Johns, you know, who picked up the trick and got killed for trying to have sex with gotcha. her. Gotcha. So well, I've always I always I saw that movie so many years ago and didn't correlate scott wilson because he's just great in everything that he does right but, tony you got to give me a little dish a little gossip something had to happen on the set sure. what type of Somewhere. gossip do you want to know uh, and the, the dirtiest and the rottenest you've got who's balling who i want to know who's, <laughs> who's who's who and who's what and who's who and who you know what um of all of the sets where people were openly uh pretty hot and heavy petting that didn't make a lot of sense 
there's a lot of crossover from the television show Drop Dead Diva on the Lifetime Network, where some of the crew members were um, definitely, definitely getting it on with the principals. Kidding. Ooh. Wow, that's a set I'd like to go to. <laughs> I could get gossip for days. Gossip for days. Uh, no, really, what, what I really wanted to ask you was, um, did you fool around on your boyfriend ever? That's a terrible thing to I ask. I ask terrible questions. <laughs> and now, well, of course, he's going to say no. He's not going to say yes. So it just you know, solidifies the question. But my listeners love it because they jump on the edge of the chair. My husband. I Good for you. So. you he's should a not. soldier. Why would you, you know, be so unpatriotic to cheat on a soldier? He just said he would never. I know he would never. That's why I asked him the question. I would never I ask would you never, that question. I would never, ever cheat on my husband. I would Good. never ask Jimmy that question. I Are you ever going to cheat on me, Jimmy? Absolutely not. Okay, all you radio listeners. Now, to help viewers, you with your dish, I will say that the parameters of cheating may be very, very different in my household than in others. <laughs> <laughs> No, I want to put an alert out there for everybody. If ever you see Jimmy cruising a men's room, please call me. <laughs> I've got, I am not going to. Can you believe you just said that? Wait, That'll I, be so easy. Your number's on I've the wall. I've got 190 countries, plus we're all over the United States listening right now. So Jimmy hasn't got a chance. He's, he's going to be watched. They'll report to you everywhere. You're such a pig. I'll get the pig. Don't you ever call me a pig. I'm the furthest thing from a pig. A cow maybe, but never What are you talking about? You have RuPaul like in your lap. <laughs> Tony, Tony, are you on? No, he's not on Skype because he's at work. He's at work. Oh, you have to go to work. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm at work. He's I at hate work. people that work. Anyway, I'm actually to... sitting in the Dragon Con conference room. <laughs> oh, I have a RuPaul doll here, and she's got a penis, but she's in drag, and she has little panties on, and the panties are lace see-through, and you could see her testicles and her penis, and I thought that's really crude. But it's it's cute, and she dances on our show. She's our show's dancer. <laughs> So that's why she's that's sitting on awesome. uh, It's a huge RuPaul doll. All right, so what do you got coming up? We've got Dragon Con coming up next year. Are there any movies or anything we're allowed to talk about coming up that you can promote or not yet? Um, no. The, I've been in talks with um, the director of a film for the Sci-Fi Network, and uh, that looks promising. And the last thing that I filmed uh, was released already. I was in episode four of a television show called Devious Maids. Um, I took the gig because I had the opportunity to meet Mark Cherry, who, as you oh, know, cool. was one of the writers on Golden Girls, and okay. I always wanted the opportunity to meet someone that has created one of the best shows that's ever graced um, television. We watch the reruns of uh, that all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still stands up today. It's hilarious. I know so, the yeah, dialogue. I, I worked I on that show, and that, that aired this past summer. So that okay. was the last thing that I worked on that, um, that I can talk about. Okay. But going back to that, I met B. Arthur in Palm Springs when she was the head of the Gay Pride Parade. She was the, what do they call them, the marshal. She was the marshal of Gay Pride. And I've got to tell you, that woman just has a heart as big as, she's a huge woman. She's bigger than I am. Mm-hmm. Was. And she has a great heart, and she loves gay people and all people. Uh, B. Arthur is really a, a super-duper lady in my book. That's cool. I would I just like to have had oh yeah, she she's a riot. What a camp! She's got a dirty mouth. She's funny. She sat down with the queens and she was dishing like she was one of the queens. I mean, she was funny. And being our grand marshal, you know, it was quite an honor for her. Sophia Loren mm-hmm. was also a grand marshal, but I was out of the country at the time, so I didn't get a chance to see her again. I want to invite her to my mm-hmm. wedding. I don't think she's going to come, but I'm inviting her. There you go. <laughs> so we're going to never know. Well, you know, she's in Italy, uh, France, actually, Paris. Well, Tab Hunt is coming. So if Tab Hunt comes, she may come because the first movie I ever made was with the both of them. And I thought, how sweet would it be to have 
them at my wedding. That would be a really nice reunion. Yeah, it would yeah, be. It would be fun. She may come. You never know. She's crazy Italian like me. Like you. So we're going to wrap it up. So we want – you no, don't, you don't, don't have – we up. have to wrap it up. No, I like – I have another no, call coming. I want, uh, Tony's so, so interesting. Hang on. I know. We love Tony. So we'll have him back. Actually, okay. we're going to do like a Walking Dead zombie show. One of these. Get, mm-hmm. get all the people that we met at Parafest mm-hmm. to come on at the same time. And that way we can dish sure, and have fun. fun. Um, but, yeah. do it, but do it with Skype. Yeah, we'll try and set it up that way everybody oh, can yeah. so this way, This way people that, that are listening can see you guys, you know, dressed as zombies. No, they won't be dressed well, as zombies anyway. They can we see the not fo- be dressed as zombies. They can no, see the footage. But they can see the footage. Yeah, we can show footage. So we can In other words, if everybody's yeah. Skype, we could, we could pop your footage on. There you go. So so, so, um, so we want to have everybody follow you on Twitter. So if you guys are listening, follow Tony on Twitter. It's at Tony Goal. Did I say it right? Goal. Goal. God dang it, Goal. I'm like retarded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I, I'm easy with it because I do Tony Gowell, whether he likes it or Gal. not. Gowell, okay, Tony Gowell. always Tony Gowell because whenever you're with Tony, you sure go well because he's a well oh, guy. Oh, that's the sweetest. He's so follow well him, guy. you guys. It's at Tony, G-O-W-E-L-L. Follow him on Twitter. He's super cool. You can find him on Facebook. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We enjoyed it. We love you. We think you're terrific. And Anytime Ru- you got anything tomorrow, we'll Ru- bring Paul you back. And Paul is waving goodbye to you. Say bye, Ru. <laughs> Bye, Rue. Oh, bye, Tony. We'll talk to you. All right, Friday, Tony. Thank baby. you. Have a great weekend. Love you both. Take care, sweetie. You do bye. as well. Bye. Bye-bye. Nicest guy ever. Oh, I love him. He's the best. You got a moment person. He was very reserved today. A smacker when yeah, I see him. Uh, oh, did you see how sophisticated? He's just fabulous. He was so businesslike. That's yeah, okay. At the fair, he was terrific. He was off the wall like I am. Funny guy, quick, very fast. You throw something at him, he comes back double quick with a funny line. That's Which is funny. You so, know, RuPaul needs to have a breast checked. They're very hard, Jim. Don't, oh, don't worry about it. No, she should go have a, 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 a <laughs> Maybe mammogram. A mammogram. Hey, Every, so, every woman so should have a mammogram. Lumpy, yeah. Chad, I was thinking that maybe we would do an international Nova photogenic break. Is that what you're thinking? I was yeah. thinking so. Everybody, Ru- Ru International Nova's got an awesome new album out. It's freaking awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, the name of the first single is Photogenic. It's out on Monarchy Records. We love the song. He was on the show last week. And uh, he's super, super fantastic. And the name of the album is Point of No Return. And here's the first single, Photogenic.
for the shoot. I got the cam ready. All I wanna see is you. My little sexy lady, little mama bad, bad. I want you, baby. I think I'm dreaming this reality. I want it so bad, my twisted fantasy. I wanna go down so I can bring her up. I let her be my queen and she can run it up. I run it back to the full lips. She run it back, shorty too thick. I got a pause for that photo. Anything is good, hold it down for that promo. Now bring it back, love me long time Now bring it back, I want it long time I think this girl, she's the right one Mrs. Photogenic, hold it down with a nice time Photogenic by International Nova off the brand new album Point of No Return available on all the digital download sites in every, every, every country. And, and we Ru- want to thank RuPaul. Ru- RuPaul was dancing and he did a wonderful job, Ru, but you got to get panties that you don't see through. Yeah. You have to get a, you know, regular panties, solid panties. Chad, were you watching RuPaul? <laughs> of course I was. That's one of the <laughs> best parts <laughs> of the turn, show. Did he turn you on with his sexy moves? I don't know about that part, but it gave me a good giggle. There oh, you go. Character. That works. But don't you agree we got to get him panties where his penis and testicles don't, don't show through? I think it's funny, though, all the different angles you get and you get her legs going and the hands going. Oh, yeah. Well, she's very, she's very talented. That bitch has been around forever. I got know, a 561 trying to bust in on here. You yep. want to yes. answer? Bust it we, in. We right. know who that is. Call her, go ahead. Hello. Hello, Shane Layton. Welcome to oh, the Jimmy Star Show. Hey guys, what's going on? Congratulations. You guys were married yesterday. I'm so, so happy for you guys. That's amazing. You two are perfect. I love both of you. That's awesome. Kisses. Look, look, look. Kisses. (laughs) (laughs) Many kisses and hugs from Florida all the way up there to you guys. Tomorrow's your birthday. And I would like to sing happy birthday to you as if Marilyn Monroe were here singing it. Okay, please serenade me, Ron. I look forward to it. (laughs) What? She said serenade her. She's looking forward to okay. it. All right, everybody. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy <laughs> birthday to you. Happy birthday. Whatever the fuck your name is. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Shane. Yeah. Wow. I know her name is Shane. That's what we do when we sing that song among each other. We kid around that way. That's what makes it a joke. Otherwise, people are going to think I'm some weirdo that thinks I sound like Marilyn Monroe. How are you, my little redhead sweetheart pussycat? 
I'm good. I'm great. Thank you so much. I'm so like happy for you guys. And of course, Jimmy's birthday was yesterday too. And it's just a cool birthday time for everybody. It's a cool celebratory time. And and so, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to tomorrow with friends. Of course, I wish that you guys were still down here at a party. So, but we're doing it it next spring. You and Frank, of course, are coming out. So save your pennies now. And you'll have to. I forgot we'll give you the money for an she airline ticket. No, she was talking about though. She wishes we were there for her party tomorrow. Oh, you having a party? Yeah. You didn't no, invite not me, really, bitch. But... You didn't invite me. You <laughs> no, know, we, I'm not we fly anything. free. We fly free. Well, not totally free, but cheap. <laughs> no, we fly free. <laughs> you know, Jimmy's dad was an executive for Delta, so we fly. You know, what it was that standby there. crap. You got to stand by there. Put you on with the rotten luggage at the end. <laughs> I've always well, still get to go. We could have flown down. A lot of people wish that they could fly for cheap or free. So that's still pretty good. Absolutely. And, and also, Jimmy's father is now in assisted living, so we have a beautiful two-bedroom apartment in Palm Beach that we could use whenever we like. There you go. Yeah, that's true. I like so that. we could have flown down. Well, we, we'll be coming down flow, soon flow anyway, home. so we'll, we'll be able to celebrate mm-hmm. it with you soon. And uh, yeah. and we think it's awesome. So how old are you going to be? Are you still young enough to be able to tell 18, people? 18, 18, 18. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be 18 tomorrow. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> Keep has, it up. That hasn't mm-hmm. changed. <laughs> and uh, we want to also give a shout out to your beautiful husband, Frank. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And, uh, and, and you know something, Shane? When I was turning your age, I said I was 18. And am I glad? Because now people think I'm like 30 years younger than what I am. <laughs> well, you are, like, aren't you 50, Ron? I mean, like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just keep, you know, every decade I threw it back a few, about five or eight years. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, know what? Wait, the wonderful think- thing is next year, Jimmy will be 50, will be the same age. Then the following year, Jimmy will be 51 and he'll be a year older than I am. <laughs> there you go. See, that's perfect. And <laughs> I definitely am a, I'm a believer that I think that you are as old as you feel. And in my head, I'm still 18. So there you go. That's all that matters. And, and, that's and you it. look that's it anyway. Happens. You look it. And you look 18. Thank you. I feel Thank I'm you. still like, I feel like I'm 25 or 26. I don't feel like I'm 50. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so tomorrow's your birthday. We just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Yes. Tell everybody they need to go on and buy your book um, of light and darkness. The, yes. The first one is called the Vampire's Daughter. Vampire's, the second. Yes. The second one is called the Vampire's Reflection, and right. they're both out and yes. doing well. Everybody should go download. And them. what's the third one going to be called? The third one's going to be called The Vampire's Hourglass, and I just turned in my edits the other day, and it's coming along very, very well, and I think that it's going to shock the pants off of everybody, so I'm really excited about it. Honey, your, cool. your, your, your first one got me running. The second one got me spinning. So the third ready one's got to get me one. flipping out because you write so fast. You are not a boring writer, my darling. That's what I love about your writing. I hate when they stretch it out. You know, they milk it for two hours. I got the point. I'm a smart guy. I don't need you to you know spell it out for me. You don't spell mm-hmm. anything out for anybody. You just throw out there red and raw and you know figure it out baby i still can't get over footsteps on the cobblestones with the leaves stuck to the rain i love it <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> thank no you. it's true there's certain things in uh, books that i read that turn me on you know i remember them forever and uh, just a lot of things in your book that i remember it's so beautifully descriptive describing it you know you don't have to use your own imagination when you write you tell us what to imagine and you do it well Good Thank books, you. everybody. Really Go out love- and buy her books. They're really good. Yes, please. They're on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Um, hey, wait I really a minute. Wait a minute. Books. Yes. Wait. Aren't you winning what? a big award? Aren't you nominated the best book? I I don't know if I'm winning. I hope I'm winning. I'm nominated for the Empire Book. Of course you're Well, yes. Let's just put it out in the universe. I'm winning <laughs> uh, Vampire Novel of the Year. 
Um, wow. And uh, yeah, I think that that could be a really cool award to you know to put on my shelf somewhere. I'm really honored about the nomination. I'm um, nominated with a bunch of other really amazing authors in the category, so I'm just really excited. Voting ends October 27th, so if you guys are my friends on Facebook, please go find yeah, the link. We've been posting wait, wait. it. Wait, let her finish. No, because she's going too fast. We have slow people out there. Listen, slow people out there like me that don't know how to work computers and stuff. Exactly how in detail should people vote for you? Okay. Slowly, slowly, because you have computer morons like me out there. No problem. You can go to facebook.com slash of light and darkness series. That's the official of light and darkness series fan page. And there you will find the link to take the survey and vote. And there's a bunch of different categories, so not just one. Um, and if you are not familiar with the other authors, then you can pick at random and make sure to vote <laughs> for The Vampire's Reflection and myself um, about halfway down the page. I think I'm about number 37 for Vampire Novel of the Year. And I would really appreciate your vote. And thank you so okay. much. Do me a favor because I have not a clue of what you said. It all went in one ear and out the other because I'm old. Could you please <laughs> post it on my main page? on Facebook? I will post it on your main page on this Facebook. Way, no all of my, because I have a lot of readers that are old. You know, they're like 50, 40, 60. Maybe That's some are 80. Old. Maybe some are 80. We won't say who. Some of my friends. <laughs> and uh, this way they could read it and figure it out better than, you know, we, we, don't, we don't listen well. There you go. Not, not so can we vote more than one time? Unfortunately, you cannot. They do have it set up where it, no, it memorizes your IP address on your computer. Um, but you, if you feel so inclined to cheat, vote on many different computers. If you have more than one device, you no, can vote have, on all of your devices. We have three or four. Also, I have, my re- I have my stage name, which is Ron Russell, and I have my real name. So I'm going to vote for you on my real name as well as my, my born name as well as my stage name. There yeah, you go. Get two vote. I think I did vote for you already. I did vote for her. I, don't think, I think you just hit like. I think we have to go in and vote now. I thought, we'll I go in I and vote. I'll make sure we go in and vote. I think I Thank voted, you, honey. <laughs> I really think I did. Yeah, I'll make sure well, that we go you. in and vote. And also then, also your recording, your recording star is soon going to be a big big uh, recording star. So tell us, like, are you recording yet? Are you in a recording I- studio now? I am not in the recording studio. I'm actually sitting here with my friend Steve, and um, and we actually partnered up because of the studio that we've been working with. And he's really, really cool. And I asked him to get on the phone with me, but he said no. <laughs> he politely declined. But we're sitting here together now, um, and we are in the middle of a writing session as I speak. And we're going over actually a couple of different songs at the same time, trying to nail something down. So we can get in the studio soon, but the EP is coming along really, really well. And I'm really excited about it. And now, how come he doesn't want to come on? How come he tell doesn't? him to say hi. Tell him I'm Listen, good friends with Rob Boy and tell, tell him to tell, say hi. Tell him if he comes on, I'm not going to ask him if he's gay or straight, married or single. <laughs> I promise I won't ask those questions. No, just let him say hi. Tell him just to say hi through your phone. Come on, don't be a stiff. Okay. Come on, <laughs> Steve, will you just say hi into the name? phone? Steve. Hey just Steve. Oh phone. Steve. Steve, get on the get on this thing and say hello to us. It's rude. You. Hello. Son. How are you? Hey, Steve, how you doing? Listen to that voice. What a friggin' voice you've got. You <laughs> well, should be you. on radio. That's it. Hook me up, man. I'm ready to go. <laughs> uh, you got some voice. You got a really... I, I don't have a radio uh, voice. You do. I just wanted to say hi. I'm very good friends with everybody at Power Station Studios and Rob Roy, and, and uh, I think it's awesome that you guys have hooked mm-hmm. up and are working together, and so we appreciate Well, I got uh, business to do. I got, okay. Steve, how old are you? Um, yeah, I'm... Uh, 23 this month. Oh, you're too, 
you're too young for my daughter, Deirdre. I'm finding a husband for her. <laughs> and you could see her on our show next week. She's joining us. She's a gorgeous redhead. In fact, we, you know, we got married yesterday, Jimmy and I, and we went to City Hall. And somebody asked my daughter, Deirdre, to photograph them while they were at the judge's bench. And my daughter was in a purple strap, one side dress, no panties, no bra, no stockings, just big high heels. And from the back, she looked like a hooker. And I said to my other daughter, Leslie, as I was laughing, I said, look at Deirdre. She looks like she got busted for hustling. And she's in front of the judge. Nobody finds That's that funny. funny. So where, where is this picture? Is it online? No, no. no we didn't no, put no, the, no, we're no, not, she, she won't let us post no, the picture. Oh, all right. <laughs> no, you know what she said? She said, I'm fat. I look like a bag of potatoes. She's out of her oh. mind. That's she's crazy. crazy. She's skinny and gorgeous. But, you know, broads today, they all think they're fat, and they all have apples or peaches or watermelons, whatever. All right. So, Steve, it was nice to talk <laughs> nice to you. Talking. It's you my pleasure to talk to you guys. And and take if care this of happens Shane, again, I'll okay. probably be here working. So. Take, care, take care of Shane, or we break your legs on the curb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Shane. Yes. One last Hi. time. Happy, happy birthday. Love you. Miss you. Mm. See you soon. And from Love my you heart, guys, too. From my heart. Of hearts, happy birthday, my sweet daughter! Thank you so much. I really I, appreciate that, you guys. Okay, I'll talk to you very talk soon. To, talk to you on the phone. Soon. Alrighty, bye bye, Cookie Face. Bye, bye bye, honey. Love I it, love it. I love her so much. Uh, she's so cool. So everybody, get her book. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, I always say it's awesome, but I've actually like been reading them now. I finished the first one. I'm on the second one. It's really, really terrific. And everybody should check them out and and like them on Facebook and vote for her. Um, She's like one of the most normalest chicks in this business. I mean, she's so together. Her head's on the right way. She's a writer, a singer, an actress, a director, a producer. Uh, she's everything. She's a million trades and just uh, so nice. I mean, she's like a homespun girl. I hope she stays that way and fame and fortune don't make her into one of those Hollywood bitches. Okay, I hate those snobby little snatches. Be. I've met a lot of them out there, these little trampettes. They think who they are. They screwed 20 producers to make a movie and now they're superstars disgusting so we're gonna go back and take another music break you guys adina howard we had her on the show last week her new single is called switch it's tearing up the radio charts i uh, hope everybody likes mm -hmm. it it's available from monarchy records on all the digital download sites in every country in the world the name of the song is switch chad you ready switch it switch, switch it, everybody baby. here it goes adina go. howard switch go, 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 go. Baby, now let it go. I'm talking brand new hair. Even my sins got a brand new 
Pasadena Howard Switch. Again, it's available on Monarchy Records now. Uh, you can download it on Monarchy right, on all the digital download sites. There you go. Hurry up, Ron. Get back on here. Yes, I'm back on. And our next guest I would like to introduce, but we are not responsible for the language or anything that Ted says. So not W4CY nor Jimmy Star Show are responsible for what's going to come out of Ted's mouth. mouth. Now, ladies and gentlemen, with great pride, I'd like to produce to you, not produce, introduce you to Ted. What's up, Ted? How you doing? Hang on, hang on. Let's see if we can do it again. No, it doesn't work. Speaker's probably in his butt. Let's see. Let's try it again. Hold on. Go ahead. No, it doesn't work. Oh, uh, what a shame. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, he's got the filthiest mouth. He sings dirty songs. He's a terrible little teddy bear, and he's from the movie Ted. And uh, his uh, mouth moves, and he actually says like all the stuff we from can't the movie. We, if we repeat it, we'll be held liable, and they'll kick us off major air. You know, we're hot radio now. We have to behave. I wish we didn't, because he says the funniest things. If you really want to get your partner of any kind a great fun gift for the holidays, get him a Ted doll. It's a riot. I love it. I got this for my birthday, everybody. Mm -hmm. Ted rules. If you guys haven't seen the movie, it stars Myla Kunis and Marky Mark. Have you seen it? Mark Wahlberg. I mean, he doesn't go by Marky Mark. Have right. you seen it, Chad? I have not seen it. I heard, Chad, it was you, I heard it was good. It is hilarious. So everybody needs to go see the movie Ted and then go and get a Ted. It says, it's got a rated R <laughs> warning on it because it says it's got language not suitable for children. And he's a little <laughs> pricey, but it's worth it because he's really funny. He sells for $49 at all of those novelty stores, but he is so funny, especially when he sings a song about girls and dating. I mean, it's really fun. Uh, he's a cute Ted. I'm so. I'm gonna try one more time with my mic. Come on, Teddy, speak loud. No, it doesn't work. He's crying right under his belly. Yeah, it's been four years, Johnny. You there and me you have been together for 27 years. Where's my ring? Huh? Where's my ring, asshole? Where's my ring, motherfucker? <laughs> Put it on my fuzzy finger, you fuck. Come on. <laughs> Do it again. Yeah, it's working. Mean, you know, when you sewed me up, you put some of the stuffing in the wrong places. Do you ever hear a Boston girl have an orgasm? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Harder. Harder. Oh, God. That was so good. Now I'm going to stuff my fucking face with pepperidge fat. <laughs> okay, do another one. I like it That's when he funny. sings a song. Do another one. Do another one. Do another one. Oh, easy now. <laughs> Quiet so they can hear. You never should have. All right, come on. Let's sing the thunder song. When you hear the sound of thunder, don't you get too scared. Just grab your thunder buddy. And say these magic words. Fuck you, thunder. You can suck my dick. You can't get me thunder because you're just God's farts. Because you're just God's farts. No okay, more. one more, one more, one no, more. We're going to be thrown off. No, the one air. more. It's okay. <laughs> Dean's going to have a fit. Go, okay, one more. Oh, fuck that. It's been four years, Johnny. You and me have been together for 27 oh, no. years. Where's my ring? The retarded what? one Where's I wanted to hear. Where's my ring, motherfucker? Put it on my fuzzy finger, you fuck. Come on. Yeah, I mean, you know, when this you sewed me up, you put some of the stuffing in the wrong places, so I'm, I'm a little fucked up. But will you take care of me forever and ever? No, anyway. it's not done. I'm just kidding you. I thought it'd be funny if you thought I was fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, I, I hope we're still on the air next week. But if we're not, you know why. Ted had us thrown Ted. off. Ted's uh, Gene is in Texas now, so he's not listening. No, so he's maybe, past Texas. Oh, he's past New Mexico. 19 hours to go through Texas, you know. So maybe he, he didn't hear it. We will still be on the air next week. But again, I repeat, we are not responsible for what Ted said, nor That's shall right. we be held responsible by anybody that's offended by his language. Chad, isn't that funny? Ted, you got to watch the movie. It's awesome. That's funny. Well, was it 60 bucks? That's a little, little high no, for a repeat. No, it was $39. Oh, okay, 40 bucks is not a lot. Starting to repeat a little early. At a party. And he's really cute and he moves his mouth when he speaks. Right. He's, he's a fun thing just to have around because he's vulgar. a riot. Very vulgar. I I, very it. vulgar, but funny. The yes. movie's very vulgar, too, but it's got Sam Jones, who plays Flash Gordon. Wow, you know, my in Flash it. Gordon. Wait, wait, and hello, hello. When you mention Flash Gordon, stand and salute. Because, you know, that's my hero. <laughs> Everybody has a hero, and you know mine is Flash Gordon. But the original Flash Gordon with Buster Crabbe, that's the Flash Gordon I'm crazy about. It was awesome. He's awesome. It's a great present. I love it to death. It's just fabulous. I went all so, over looking for him, and I finally found him in one of those weird shops where they have, like, pierced things and crazy clothes. Anyway. <clears throat> anyway, that's Ted. We love it. Now, I Ted, love Ted. Thank you for coming on the show, Ted. Goodbye. Also, you guys, I got a, um, a new campaign going. Uh, I'm working on a new film, and the name of the film is called Quigley. I'm going to show you guys in, uh, in the camera. Here's the first movie was called was just called Quigley, and it starred Gary Busey and... And Oz Perkins, who is a child star and a bunch of cool people. And basically, it's about a dog, um, a really cool dog. And here's the stuffed Quigley doll from the very first movie. And, uh, and now we're doing a Kickstarter campaign because this movie was very successful. We're trying to launch a sequel. I did not work on the first movie, but I am playing an angel in the second movie. And the movie is called Quigley's Christmas Adventure. And if you think his playing an angel isn't a stretch, you're crazy. And it's really cool. We're doing a Kickstarter campaign to raise, to raise money. You go to kickstarter.com and plug in Quigley's Christmas Adventure. They have several hundred different uh, ways to contribute money and things that you can get back from it. Um, um, there's even like Jimmy Star shirts in there that they're giving away. They've got walk-on roles for the film, extra fil- roles for the film, all kinds of really cool things that you can um, you know, contribute money to get the film made and that you get. And no matter how much money you give, you get something. It's really cool. And we would like everybody to follow us on t- Twitter. It's at Quigley Movie. And it's Quigley's Christmas Adventure on Facebook. And it's Kickstarter.com, Quigley's Christmas Adventure. And, and it's fun. awesome. And, and I'm making the clothes. That's what I was going to say. And the great thing is Jimmy's making the clothes for the dog. So if any of you have a dog that, that's small like that, they can be wearing Jimmy Star insane clothes like zombies. That's and, right. We're going to start manufacturing the dog clothes once the movie yeah, comes like, out. Yeah, and you know, the clothes will be like zombies with all the Frankenstein or out of space people. You know, all the crazy junk that he does on his crazy clothes. Anyway, we'll have crazy dogs like crazy people. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I'm looking very much forward to it. Yes, we're very busy, Jimmy and I. We haven't got a minute to do anything, tell you the truth. No honeymoon now because there's no point. And I want to go on a honeymoon after our California wedding party. I want to go to Cancun, and I want to visit what's it Trinity. Trinity at her hotel because I like Trinity. She's very sweet. And Trinity, if you're listening... We, you know, send kisses to you and expect us sometime in the spring. If you're in the chat room, too, Ginger Iris just put a link up for the Kickstarter campaign for Quigley. And thank Good. you, Ginger. Ginger thank Iris is awesome. Thanks, Ginger. It's super, super cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And actually, there's a video. And if you watch the video uh, for the Kickstarter campaign mm-hmm. uh, by, uh, by uh, William, author William, Bill Hillman, Wilman, Hillman, Hillman, author William Hillman, um, 
I got it. Uh, I, I was trying to figure out his Twitter. He's there. He looks kind of like Santa Claus. There's a video, and in it, you see me in my angel wings. So, okay. so check and, it out. And I want to answer a lot of the emails that came in where some people said to me, why did we get married now and not wait until the spring and do it out in Hollywood? Let me explain why. When Jimmy's dad was ill and he was in ICU, his girlfriend tried to get in to see him, and they said, no, only family members, not you. And she was with him for many years. She's as much a wife as any woman is. And Jimmy and I looked at each other, and I said, Jimmy, I went through that when we had an automobile accident, and my Sal was paralyzed and in a coma, and they wouldn't let me in the room. And I begged and cried and told the doctor, I'm with him for 35 years. And the doctor said, go ahead, and he let me in out of the kindness of his heart. Jimmy and I are going out of the country to do a film in a few months and god forbid if something happened to me while we're in another country there's no one there that would have the rights to do anything with me my daughters would have to fly there but now that jimmy and i are married if anything happens to he or me is that correct grandma he or me he or i i don't know or me or him whatever (laughs) then we we're covered uh that's one of the beautiful advantages of gay marriage or same-sex marriage we now have those rights to uh take care of our partners if they're if they're ill at any point and that's why we hustled and rushed the marriage and even today. if it wasn't in going into another country we can be in another state anywhere we go like yeah. i wouldn't be able to go in yeah. and I mean, he... we had an auto accident and jimmy was not cold he doesn't have family his father's you know a little twitty uh, you know demented there so i would have to make the decisions on god forbid if it was pulling a plug or something you know anyway it's just down a situation i don't want to talk about it anymore but it's the reason and that's why i'm so grateful for washington finally allowing some are. states yes. not all states because even our judge that married us wasn't happy with it he said you're there but you're not really there guys he said you're on your way and i looked at him and i said well i'm so happy that you made it here as judge meaning he was black years ago there'd never be a black judge so i think we are moving forward slowly but surely but at least it's better than going reverse absolutely and now because it's like our our wedding uh, my birthday anniversary time we're going to hit some orlando napier and we're going to play pointless so we could do the sexy bitch dance for everybody and then when we come back we're going to call our next guest how's that who was in rocketeer yay 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 <laughs> i love rocketeer i watch that movie all the time absolutely so chad a fabulous movie chad we ready for orlando napier's <laughs> pointless tell it all right, everybody, here's Pointless by Orlando Napier, available on all the digital download sites in every country right now. Here it goes. With pen and ink, I can make together words in my bidding, so I would urge you listen to these words, and I'm fitting we all die. Some of us certainly and some late, like Pac-Man trying to escape his fate. I tread and check with no break, fish with no bait, picnics and no date, paying to get laid, focus and no fade, coaches and no rate, using mathematical formulas to find a soulmate. Where this taunt is, baby Yeah, yeah, it's true You got to uh, sit back Realize you're gonna die Get out your couch And stop living your damn life This time flies Then the grim reaper Gonna arrive You can't escape fate So staring straight in the eyes Watch it in the way What you gonna do today I'm gonna hitch high To the USA I'm gonna get back To West LA I'm gonna I'm fast right across the face I'm gonna beat the cops in the high speed chase Gonna call my dad to make amends I'm gonna pay cash money for Mercedes Benz I'm gonna sit in the White House and smoke some grass I'm gonna jump back, kiss my own white ass I'm gonna take the world in a band I'm a bra, gonna grab this life for God, yeah, yeah. I was 
was living in a constant state of disparity. My indifference was my trick for ignoring reality. Pharmaceutical remedies began to lose their intensity. The oxygen, the seed, and the weed, and the blow on the Hennessy. Cause like a kid, we couldn't feel my extremities. There wasn't a woman around who would consider having me. In a state of physical and mental calamity, I'd given up hope until I finally found serenity. Watch a been do What you gonna do today? I'm gonna hitchhike to the USA. I'm gonna get back to West LA. I'm gonna slap my boss right across the face. I'm gonna beat the cops in a high speed chase. Gonna cop my dad to make amends. I'm gonna make that money from Mercedes Benz. I'm gonna sit in the White House and smoke some grass. I'm gonna jump back and kiss my own white ass. I'm gonna take the world in a band. I'm gonna rock on the ground. Records release. Like I said, it's available on mm-hmm. iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, all the digital download sites in every country in the world. And get it today. It's a super great show, a song show. Super great. We're a super great show. It's a super great song. <laughs> now, Chad, Deirdre made something in a big gallon of water. It's cucumber, lemon, and some other crap. And she's insisting that Jimmy and I drink it. Drink Are you it. familiar with that? No, I'm not, but it sounds healthy to me. So drink it's it. Something, so, what are you eating today? I'm <laughs> um, not eating much. Kind of jumped no, I out. Into that. Yeah, jumped out of the out of the house lightly today, so not much to report. What, Ron, did you sorry. Grab a Burger Queen, a Burger King. No, I don't do that crap anymore. I'm just uh, good eating whatever's in there. Nothing important though. Nothing important today. Oh, it's probably like salami sandwich or mustard. Right? No, I ain't got no salami sandwich. What's in there? We got uh, carrots, grapes, teas. Uh, You're right. Don't even bother. Yeah, see, waters, grapes, apples. Chad, did oranges. you lose a lot of weight when you started eating like that? Um, no, not really, because I have a, a big love for chocolate milk and chocolate ice cream. Oh, okay. So regardless, so if there it's, is a well, it, regardless if it's or no, it, regardless if it's organic or not, stuff can still be bad for you. Right. You know? Listen, right. Chad. You know, let me tell you something. There's oh, no guarantee you're going to make it to 90. Enjoy yourself. I if am you enjoying it, myself. It, you know, it's a luck of the draw. Um, you know, if you deprive yourself of wonderful things in life. No, the reason why I go mm-hmm. organic, it's a purpose. You know, not to be spraying this crap or having people have patents on life. You know, it's, right. it's not smoking just... is the thing I'm upset about. When I, you know, we see so many people in New Cigarettes? York City smoking. 
Oh my God! Right, Jimmy? Chad smokes. It's. I, don't smoke. I used to. I used to. I think I gave it up. I think two years ago or something like that. Oh, okay. When oh, I first met Chad, he did, but yeah. now he doesn't. That's, Good way that, to go, Chad. Thank you. Thank you very much. Smoking yeah. is totally suicide. I mean, you want to die young, smoke, no question about it. But having chocolate ice cream is not going to kill you. Believe me. Look at me. I'm no, as old no, as no, Methuselah, no. and I eat everything. Yeah, I, I do too, as well. I've just uh, drink, I've gotten smarter on what Deirdre's, I eat. Deirdre's love potion. Tea. I think it sounds great. Drink well, it up. Tea is it's got drugs in it. I think she makes me. After I drink it, I get nuttier than I really am. Even better. Have two. <laughs> what? I think the dog farted. Wasn't me. That was me. That's why I said I think the dog farted. Why? It was you. Now you're blaming it on my dog. <laughs> it was <laughs> Pettigrew for sure. Oh. It married didn't... married life makes it nice. Once you get married, they fart in your faces, these people. It's terrible. <laughs> Before then, you all want to be on your best behavior. All right, we're going to call our next guest. All right, get him online for you now. All right, let's see if we can get this going, baby. This is William Sanderson, everybody. These are not pills. They're good and plenty. Listen to you. <laughs> Hello. That's... Hello, William Sanderson. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Well, thank you for having me. Oh Who dropped gosh, out? Who dropped out? No, I'm just kidding. Thank you. <laughs> hello, nobody, hello, hello. Nobody dropped out. I'm not supposed to talk yet, but nobody dropped out. I'm going to like introduce you to everybody, <laughs> starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Oh, oh I'm looking forward show. to it. I, I, But he's interviewed a lot of very famous people. So I have, but listen to uh, me. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted you on this show because you're in one of my most favorite movies in the entire world. You know, I'm a Flash Gordon I'm a Flash Gordon fan and I'm also a Rocketeer fan. Oh well thank you. And I want to uh, talk later on about you and Rocketeer. <laughs> well, it probably won't take long, but uh Jimmy can tell you I put myself down all the time, but I look forward to I it. Great. Well, I know your work. I've seen you in a lot of films. Cut the shit. No, <laughs> thank you. I hate thank modesty. You for having me. I hate modesty. You know, we work very hard in this business to be famous. And I say, when you're famous, flaunt it, frig them. You know, because <laughs> yeah. you know, we suffer to be movie actors and, you know, it, you know what it's all about. So when you make Yeah, it, but like, before you know, I forget, congratulations on your success and you uh, are a Renaissance man. It's a little intimidating. Uh, to, to, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I read a good bit about you and you're in the top 10 web shows in the. I think what you voted an award six. for that? Nine. Yeah, Nine. yes, we got an award for that, and now we're on iHeartRadio, which yeah. is a big thing, and and we're and we're all big fans of your work. And before well, we get going, I want to also introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Mr. Sanderson, it's a pleasure. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Awesome. Thank Great you. to have you. Great to have you. Now you're from the South, right? Yes, I am, and I talk slowly. When I met you in Pennsylvania, I, I remember you got this great energy and. Uh, so bear with me, you know. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, listen, Jimmy's father's from the south, and I mean, he puts me to sleep, but that's okay. He talks <laughs> well, so slow. How is how is his dad? Is he better? Or yeah, he's mm-hmm. doing much better. Thank you. He's in Good. a he's in an assisted living, and he's at the piano picking up all the chicks, and then he's banging them in the room. Would you believe it? They're going to throw <laughs> no, they're throwing him out because all the women are seducing him, and he's seducing them. He made a well, what's major. What's the name? Of- What's the name of that nursing home? Because I'm yes. getting up in years. <laughs> no, really, I'm glad he's better, though, really. Thank you. One thing, too, I think I saw, like, because you're, like, bi-coastal, right? Don't you also live in Pennsylvania? Or you're from Pennsylvania? Yeah, or we have we have a home there, modest home. That, I'm going back to that word, modesty. Uh, there's a wonderful producer in Hollywood named Linda O-B-S-T, Obst or something. She said, you got to be modest whether you are or not, you know, and then... Uh, 
Uh, other actors will get an Academy Award and say, you can't hold grudges. And I've got my credo, so I'm jumping all over, man. I, I uh, just well, all over well, the page. I have to tell you, I have to tell you something that Lana Turner said to me. Lana Turner said to me, Ron, remember one thing. Everybody's fabulous. Everybody's talented. Everybody's wonderful. She said, and you will go far in this business. Uh, and that's what Lana Turner did. She loved everybody. Everybody was sensational. Meanwhile, she shot a few people and stabbed another one. So actually, too, <laughs> yeah, let me explain. She, um, so so William, sure did. Yeah. Uh, I, I was the, I'm Jimmy Starr, and I was the radio guy. Uh, Ron and I are actually a couple. We got married in New York yesterday. Mm-hmm. Ron Congratulations. Was a oh, that's great. Thank you, baby. Uh, Thank you. And Ron had a TV show in L.A. called Set the Record Straight, where he interviewed all the legends of Hollywood, like Jane Tanker. Russell, right? He interviewed Jane, Jane Russell, one yeah. of my, my be- She was my best friend, not only an interview. Jane and I were buddies for years. Matter of fact, uh, she left my house and passed away. She was staying uh, in Florida. I'm so sorry I didn't get Sharon and I were there at this show, and I didn't get her autograph. But I started watching her in the 50s, and just an incredibly beautiful woman. And, and probably helped, I'll probably help Marilyn Monroe get through a few projects. <laughs> no, but she was 89, and she was still beautiful at 89. Yeah. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so then we one more thing is we got a chat room full of people. Give a shout out to the chat room and say hey to everybody. Hey to everybody, and uh, uh, stick around. There you go. And so, where in Pennsylvania do you do you, do you have a home? What city? It's we're uh, in Harris, uh, Harrisburg, Hershey, uh, the capital area. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in L A now. Yeah, you're and, and uh, we are. Well, yeah, you're in Florida. We're New Hope. We're New Hope. Oh, but do you have a? Are you? I, I don't know why I thought maybe you had a place in Florida or something. So. Actually, I'm from Florida. I'm originally from Florida, and W4CY, our parent radio station, is actually in Florida. Um, so oh. we're 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 skyping into Florida, and you're skyping in, and then they're putting it out to the world, and then we're syndicated, and we go to a bunch of other places after that. We go to 190 oh. countries plus throughout the United States on syndicated radio and on iHeart. We're all over the place. Yeah, we're fine. Uh, congratulations, and uh, I think they ought to put you on the e-channel as well, Chelsea Absolutely. Handler. Take her show. I mean, oh, well, she'll move on. She's great, but... Uh, yeah, I, we're, ready, uh, yeah. we're ready to take over her stuff in the first place, but... So let's move on. Now we have you on the show. Everybody, this is William Sanderson, phenomenal actor. Uh, first, I was just want to say congratulations for having... Uh, such a, a fantastic career, a career that expands, you know, over a long period of time. You're still working all the time. It's really, really amazing, and just kudos to you. Thank you so much. I, I consider myself really lucky. Put myself down a lot, but, you know. But you're also really Don't talented. Do that. Wait a minute. i got to get back to that. Remember one thing, my friend. Negativity destroys. And if oh, you yes. do that, you're destroying yourself. Be positive and say, hey. Since you're like one of the coolest actors yeah. ever. Well, I I thank you. You know, a lot of us have gargoyles of insecurity on their shoulder, but I I wish I didn't wear it on my sleeve. But, you know, it's hard to change, you know. Just Uh, just say to people, screw you, I was in Rocketeer. Screw you. (laughs) Because if I was in Rocketeer, I'd have it all over the place. Meanwhile, what's Bill like working with? Like, he's very rich. He comes Uh, from a very wealthy family. I believe the battery people are his parents. Uh, who is this now we're speaking of? I'm sorry. The the, the guy that, the lead, what was his name, Bill something? Oh, Rocketeer? Oh, Rocketeer. Oh, yeah, Bill's an artist, and he's a wonderful. But he came from a multi-gazillion dollar family. The battery uh, people, like, dealt, dealt well, so, did, so did the pretty actress that played the lead in that movie. Jennifer Connelly. And, yeah, where's yeah, she? And, 
and she and he were an item for a while, that makes more sense now. But I like Bill. I uh, have run into him a few times. In fact, we were in something called Gods and Generals or something, but he keeps working, and uh, I always liked him. I heard he'd take a drink, even. Of course, not when he's working. But <laughs> right. uh, But I, I read on something that he was the, the battery company, some battery, like EverReady Battery, the air tool. Oh. I didn't know that. I'd I'd have sucked up Mm -hmm. to him more if I hadn't known it. Right, you could have got free batteries forever. (laughs) I need some. No, I mean it was a great. I loved that movie. It was a fantasy. It was so well done. It wasn't a cheesy, corny like indie where they don't act. Everybody did a beautiful job, including you. It was a good movie. The effects were beautiful. I recommend everyone see Rocketeer. Well, the director was great, and they had hoped that it would make a lot of money, more than it did, but it stays around. It pops up, and one of the few, I guess, my grandson can watch. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it was fun to do. And uh, Whenever it comes on, I watch it, and I also own a DVD of it. You own it's TV a fun one. movie. It's just a fun movie. Yeah, it is. But we had oh, a stuntman stunt stunt shooting through the air got hurt very badly, and people, he was like the coordinator on the film, and they wondered why he was doing it. My guess was he could make a lot of money. Dangerous stunt. Where You mean the guy got shot and he crashed through the dome? Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to say bring up any sad things, but you mentioned Rocketeer, and a lot of memories come back, so... Okay. Good. I hope they have fun, fun memories. Yeah. Just think about all the good stuff. It was a great movie. It's super cool. I love the way that you've had such a variety of roles that you've played in your career. Um, maybe I'm going to start a little bit with the now stuff, and then we can go back a little bit because you know you're the sheriff in the first season of True Blood. True Blood is one of the like probably like the biggest, most iconic television shows next to Deadwood in the last 10 years. Um, um, and you had roles in like two of the biggest TV series and HBO series like like in existence in the last 10 years, and I think that's like freaking awesome. So tell us a little bit. I've actually dressed a bunch of the True Blood people uh, before with my clothes, and uh, really? it's a great, great show. And uh, tell us a little bit about like what – did you enjoy well, being speaking, on True Blood? Hey, thank you. Thank you for a gift for that beautiful shirt. You probably oh, dressed N- Nelson. Did you dress him? Yeah, I dressed Nelson, and actually a whole bunch of them. Yeah, I had oh, a very great. good time. Well, I I, time. the show, I knew that I wouldn't do too much but uh, because he didn't do much in the books, but I guess you could call him a self-repeating old boar, but I kept the money, and uh, <laughs> uh, they, they retired me and then brought me back, and so I'm just deluded enough to say somebody can have a nightmare and they can put fangs on Bud and bring him back for the last year. But but it was great fun working with some of the best actors, I thought, in the world from Australia, Ryan, and uh, 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 they're just from all over, you know, Europe. And, and yeah, absolutely. England, uh, Scandinavia. So I just felt lucky to be a part of it. And Deadwood put me in all the shows, so that bought the home in Pennsylvania. So I'm very grateful to HBO. So- What's what's your dream role? You know, all of us actors, well, Jimmy and I are actors also. What is the role that you dream about playing? Oh, let me think a minute. I, I just trying to, you know, I would interject. I don't have to work now, praise God. I still enjoy it, but it's probably harder to run learn the lines. Uh, dream role? 
got to be a psychopath or a sociopath, really? probably. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> easy. You know, no, I want to, I want to be me. Cary Grant. I've always uh, wanted, well, I wanted to be Cary Grant since I was a little boy. Well, you know, I love uh, Cary Grant. He said he was about the best. Oh, I know he was great. I've read about him. Biographies. So I would like to do his the Cary friend, Grant. His friend Randolph Scott. You know, they were lovers uh, for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck with that, and you can pull me in. Uh, can I tell you something Tennessee Williams said? He said it had been a great act of providence or providential to be, he said, an artist and turn his borderline psychosis into creativity. Well, I say the same thing about acting. And he said my sister Rose didn't manage that. Uh he said, I'm sometimes pleased with what I do, and for me, that's enough. You know, we torture ourselves. I'm sometimes pleased with the product that comes out, but it's hell in everyday life. I don't know if that bored your listeners to death, but thank no, you. No, no, they, they, everybody wants I'm to be I'm Tennessee Williams by another name. Okay. Yeah, but everyone wants to be in show business. Everyone wants to be an actor. Believe me, people in their bathtubs act. Yeah. In their yeah, privacy. Sure. So they love it. They eat it up like crazy. I do. I mean, Cary Grant and Randolph Scott, yes, were lovers for many years because my best friend in the whole world, who I loved and adored, was Richard Blackwell. Mr. Blackwell, uh, you know, 10 oh, more stress. Oh, yeah, list. he was great. He was great. And I Dick loved was his my cynicism. dearest. Loved his cynicism. <laughs> well, he and his lover, you know, Spencer, who've been together, they were together until Blackwell died at 86 for 60 years. And they were my dearest friends in L.A. We saw each other all the time. And he was dear friends with Cary Grant and Randolph Scott. So wow. it's a fact. It's true that they were lovers, that Cary Grant was either bisexual or gay sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I don't yeah. care. I want to play his life story when he's old. Well, you are an actor as well as incredible, both between the two of you. You could run a studio, I guess. But oh, yeah. what was your Almost. show called? The Re- Set the Record Straight? Was that your show? My show was called Set the Record Straight, and I gave yeah. every star that came on an opportunity to put it to record, set the record straight, of anything that was said about them that was a lie or incorrect. And Jane, of course, was upset that they always wrote that she was a 42D chest and she uh-huh. thought that was appalling so on the show i said jane what size bra were you in 1940 and she said a 36b uh-huh. and i said my god for a 36b they made such a big deal so she set that record straight that she was never a 42 double d or whatever that's dolly parton that's funny yeah or, or so, pamela yeah. anderson so i've got i've got two people i, I need two topics we got to talk about lots of people please, in the chat please, room are asking digress. questions thank you that's okay first of all they want to they want to ask about newhart and talk a oh. little bit about playing larry on newhart i mean that's an iconic role an iconic show well, thank, uh, you were thank on it for her. a long time yeah so. it was nice to have a regular job that lasted that long it, we did it before a live audience and bob insisted on a live audience and he tells people to this day when we came on, the audience applauded, and without the live audience, they wouldn't have known that maybe we should bring them back and so forth. But it was just great. Tony Pappenfuss and John Bolstad played my brothers. A lot of people asked me, did they mind not talking? And I say, well, if they did, they never said anything to me about <laughs> right. it. Right, they never said anything. Well, you know, I knew Susan Plachette. Uh, Susan oh. was a sweetheart, a beautiful eyes. You ever see anybody had, better than Elizabeth Taylor? Her eyes were because I knew Elizabeth Taylor also. But but Susan Plachette had the most beautiful eyes in Hollywood. Thick yeah, black lashes, and, uh, and the blue. And you ended up marrying Tom Poston at the end of their life. I know that. So, I know that. But I she was a sweetheart, and um, mm-hmm. uh, I. Uh, 
didn't know her well, but she was always kind when I ran into her. Yeah. We also we have a we have well, a. She was on the show, the Bob Newhart show. Yeah, the first show. His, his first show, Suzanne Plachette did. Oh, then you then, were on the second one. she came in and did the last episode of ours. Oh, a lot oh of I, I thought you were on the first show. A lot oh. of two shows mix. I mean, people mix the shows up. But mm. uh, his ran, first show ran six years. It's on a lot, syndication. Yeah, it's his, on a lot. So I did, ran eight seasons. But it was just great to have a regular job. And they let me out to do some other projects. So I Lots of projects, because you did a lot of projects. <laughs> Thank you. Last time I, last time a lot I of bottom you. feeders, though. A lot of bottom. I've got two scripts of bottom feeders now, and I'm not going to say the name, but, you know, I just want to stay busy. <laughs> Actually, I just saw a post on Twitter. Somebody posted that you just, you're just you going to be in some movie. I forgot the name of it. I think it's a horror movie. I forgot who posted it. I just saw it because I was like looking to see if you were on Twitter or not, and uh, and I plugged in your name. And people like said some movie, and they put the link, but I didn't get that close to it because I was... Now, the only one I can think of new is with Robin Williams, and it's just a cameo, but I always wanted to work with him. It's called A Friggin' Christmas Miracle, and I play a priest, and he... Uh, it's a comedy oh, cool. with Oliver Platt and Joel McHale and Lauren Graham. That's awesome. When is it coming uh, well, out? Well, it's a it's a cameo, but I wrote him a letter afterwards and said I can die now because I got to work with you. He's a very funny man. Oh, and, I uh, think of course, that's his awesome. series is doing well. Yes, I'm actually doing a Christmas movie where I'm playing an angel angel called Quigley's Christmas Adventure. It's a family movie about a dog, and I'm playing an angel, so it should be a lot of fun. But um, actually, too, like, uh, give a if you could just give a shout. Congratulations. Thank you. We have a person in the chat room. Her name's Rebel. She's actually a host at W4CY for a bunch of different cool shows, and oh. she's a big fan of yours, and so I thought it'd be fun if you could just say, hey, Rebel, so she could, like, hear it. <laughs> Absolutely. Hi, Rebel. How are you? I like your name. <laughs> That's terrific. I love. We're all we're all it. rebels. That's right. There you go. And uh, and I think it's cool how you've been working. And the other question everybody's asking about, which is funny because you've been in so many cool things, uh, but they're asking about Blade Runner, which I think had its like twenty five year anniversary like not too long ago. Yeah, it's great to be in a cult film, and uh, I, to this day I ask why Ridley Scott cast me, but you know they're. They've, they're writing a, a sequel or a prequel, we don't know, but they've sprung for the money. So I hope it, that uh, uh, Ridley gets his new movie done. Uh, but uh, probably more people ask me about that film than anything. I played a genetic engineer, wore two hours of latex makeup, and uh, wow. it was great fun. Harrison Ford was very hot at the time. And May I tell He's a quick a nice story about it? Harrison. Do you have time for a quick one quick story? Oh, sure. no, we got plenty of time. time for got, okay, I, I know you have other guests and so forth, but when when I was first meeting Ridley Scott, he said uh, they'd been looking at Dustin Hoffman, but they have this actor, uh, Harrison Ford, in mind, and he said he, he has a real good sense of humor, and mm-hmm. Harrison had been the... Uh, Raider, oh, I forget what Lucas's films, two big ones in a row. Yeah, Raiders of the Lost Ark. But it was just funny. He's defending his choice in the star, and I just wanted to be in the film. I didn't care if it was uh, Don Knotts, you know. But uh, it was, uh, it turned out pretty good, and uh, Harrison wrote a note on a photo and said I was an asset to the film. So. Oh, he's generous. He's a good guy. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and very smart and, and very uh, versatile as you two guys. 
And that movie was so like ahead of its time, really. It really yeah. was like so far ahead of its time. It stands up to today's standards. It's still a cult hit. Everybody like goes to see it. Um, I think it's fantastic. I bought it. I don't know when the anniversary was, but I, I know I bought the. I bought like because they reissued a you know a new d- yeah DVD yeah of they, it, they've and done I went a number and of it. them, but it's like technically thirty years old, but. Uh, my son named his business after the Blade Runner, so you know I uh, well, I like want to keep a, the name alive. Absolutely, I'd like to do a quick story about Harrison Ford. We were living in Manhattan, and my daughter Deirdre was about nine or ten years old, and we were walking down Third Avenue past a pet shop where there were all puppies in the window. At that mm-hmm. time, they were filming. I forgot the name of the film, and Harrison was standing there waiting to go on to the set. Of course, it was lighting and setup, and we know that takes years to do. And my daughter was in the, looking in the window at the dogs, and a very rude man came over and said, Come on, come on, move it. Get out of here. We're shooting a movie. Get out of here. Now, he didn't know I was an actor. So I looked at him. I said, Excuse me, you're not shooting a movie. You're setting up, and this is a public street, and we're allowed to be here. And let my kid look at the dogs. No, 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 no. And Harrison was standing there. I walked over. I said, Harrison, fellow actor here. I said, Could you tell that guy over there this is your picture? And not to do that to kids looking at the dogs. It's really mean. And he went over and he said to him, let the kids look at the dog. Move. Oh, that's a and I thanked story. him. And he said to me, ah, some jerks get in this business. He said, I don't know how they get in. Yeah. So he's a kind guy. He's generous. That's amazing. Good. Nice third, Ave- uh, third Avenue, huh? Do you, Midtown or downtown? Where were you? It was you? up Midtown? in the 60s. It was in the 60s. Uh-huh. It was a pet shop, and I forgot the name of the movie, but the shot is there. If you see the oh. film, you see him going in the pet store. Um, uh, you know, sometimes great. these these jerks that push the public around don't realize it's the public that buy the tickets. Oh, I know, I know how they do when they start directing. Yeah, you know how they are. They're very mean to the public. I don't know why those jerks. What do they call those stupid guys that clear you off the street? <laughs> second, I mean, what? second AD, second ADs, I mean, production assistants. I don't know. Yeah, production assistants. Not even. I don't think a production assistant would do that. I just think they're called dummies. Do you do you treat your production assistants nicely? Absolutely. Oh, are you kidding? If I ever saw that happen on a production of ours, I would kill the guy. I'd say, you stop that. People I always get, think people... you might be asking them, we might be asking them for a job. <laughs> no, really, no, listen. Remember one thing. People pay to see us. Absolutely. I always say that. I say that to people all the time. People pay to see me, and I'm not going to treat anybody poorly. Believe me. Now, you've got to treat everybody well, and it works. And, and every mm-hmm. once in a while, maybe there's something bad comes. But in general, everybody's really cool. Do you, have exactly. a, do you have a favorite movie? That, you've been in so many cool things. Are any one, one particular one that you think, oh, this is like my favorite one out of all of them or favorite two? Uh, not really, uh, but I'd like to brag a minute. I survived six projects with Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, Tommy Lee Jones, you survived. I love that. He actually has a house uh, in in uh, Wellington, Florida, which is where W4CY mm-hmm. is like located, our radio station. And so I've seen him walking around. When I was living in Florida, you would see him walking around, but you would never go approach him because he's not too approachable. Now, yeah, what do you think? yeah, he has a lot of horses, a lot of polo horses, I'm sure. Yes, you know. he does. But I... I uh, well, you were in the uh, client. I know the client is one of them. Yeah, well, a- I did Coal Miner's Daughter. Then I did Executioner's Song, brief role, but there was a cellmate in the book that won a Pulitzer Prize. Then we did a thing called Black Moon Rising. Then A Lonesome Dove came out pretty good. I worked about 11 weeks, played a guy named Lippy, who was the only, only person that the town whore, Diane Lane, wouldn't sleep with. Then I did a play that he directed me about Billy the Kid. And I survived the client, but we have a love-hate relationship. Really? Is he that difficult to work with? I'm sorry? 
Is he difficult to work with? Oh, some people find him difficult. I'm not so perfect myself. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I, my, my, my nightmare was, was um, what the hell is her name? The one I hate. You know, I, I don't hate anybody every, everyone in Everyone is lovable and everyone yeah, is Yeah, I know, beautiful. like Lana Turner said, but we're talking off the record now. Nobody's listening. <laughs> um, what the hell is her name? The, the, that black girl, the old, Eartha Kitt. Oh, she could be nasty at times. Bitch, 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 bitch. Yeah. I have never I, met a bitch in my life like that bitch. And when she I heard, died, I heard. I never met her. I heard. Oh, when though. she died, everybody said, you hear her? The kid died. And I said, she took too long. Oh. She should have gone sooner. She is the evilest bitch I have ever oh, met. As long as she's dead, it's okay. Nasty, nasty, cold, cruel, conceited, stuck up, thinks who the hell she is, treats people like dirt. You know, she treats people like slaves. She forgot I, that maybe her people once were slaves. I see that you know your candor. You're you're not diplomatic. It's refreshing not at all, to see not at somebody because no. I I uh, I don't want to talk about politics. I try not to say anything bad no. about people, but no. uh, you know, there's you a know few. What? When you when you're on, I'm sorry. I just want to get this one point out. When you're on the air today or in anything, the audiences have changed. Nobody's diplomatic. Nobody's charming. Nobody's easygoing. Everybody wants it between the eyes right away. It's that sort of a world that we live in. It's like, no, yes, get it for me. Don't do this. There is no such thing as please, thank That's you. Great. And so you have to do the same thing when you discuss things on this radio show. That's why it's a good show, because it's not filtered, censored, and we say what we damn feel like it. I speak from experience, not from hearsay. I worked with Eartha Kitt, and she said the most horrific thing I won't repeat, and I had to straighten her out. Well. She didn't like it. And for the rest of the production, she was just damn right mean to me. I mean, mean, ornery mean. Every time I walk by, she had another remark to say, some sarcastic remark. I still and like Jimmy's what Tennessee, to move Tennessee Williams said. Well, she had some success, and then she probably burned too many bridges or self-destructed. But consider yourself lucky. That's what he said on a streetcar named Success. You know, He turned mm. against his friends, and then he changed. And uh, I just consider myself lucky to be working. I don't know why people are pricks or jerks. Uh, but I don't expect every lead actor in every movie to be kind and polite. They don't have time. I've had a few leads, and I know that you just don't have time to please everybody. Actually, didn't you? Did, you were a lead against uh, opposite Faye Dunaway in a movie. Mother oh, beauty. thank you, thank you. I, I uh, hesitated to bring it up, you know, but uh, they sold it to stars, and yes, I, I. Uh, they uh, were offered a lot of money for the film, Universal, and the first-time director wanted to make Stanley's gig himself. So if they had sold it to Universal, they'd probably use Robin Williams. But I did. It was based on a true story, and people can get it, Netflix or something. Stanley's and, gig, everybody. You can check it out. You mm -hmm. should, everybody should just go on IMDb and watch all your stuff because everything that you've done is really, really good. Um, you don't have There's one one that's not on there, though. They didn't put my name on, on Robin's new movie, but I hope yeah, when I is that coming it's out? really funny. Well, I don't know. They just called me and said, you have any child pictures? Because they were oh. doing the credits, and they were going to Photoshop and put me on Santa Claus's knee or something. Oh, but uh, it's, uh, I wish I had more. There's a cartoon called uh, Bravest Warrior where I played an alien. That's never hard for me. But uh, they could go to my website if they ever want to. May I mention it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Williamsanderson.net. 
always needs updating. But when I look at it, I, I think that I've been pretty fortunate, you know. I got to do a fun fade anyway, sorry. I have a friend of mine who I will not mention the name who was in Mommy Dearest, played a major part in Mommy Dearest. And I met, well, it, I won't say him or her, on the street. And we were chatting, and I said, wow, I just saw that Mommy Dearest, and Faye Dunaway did a brilliant job as Joan Crawford. And he, she, and he well, anyway, he looked at me and said, it was easy for her. She wasn't acting. Uh-huh. So that gave me a, a tip-off as to who Faye Dunaway is. I can heard I tell, very difficult. Can I tell one story? Sure, Not to me. Usually, I, like, I'm never unkind to other actors. Maybe a production assistant or uh, somebody that's rushing you, I might snap or recall, but never to the other. So she was kind to me. But in the middle of the film, they wanted to come to Cannes, the film festival, because they had a, a thing about... Uh, Bonnie and Clyde, so the producer let her go. She refused to come back to the film unless they gave her $5,000 more. It's an independent film, but I can't imagine leaving a film and hanging up all the other actors and people. And we still had to do a long shot of her with somebody with a, uh, out in the outfield of a baseball diamond that looked like Faye. But I couldn't do that. But Faye is uh, Faye, and Faye won an Academy Award, and I didn't. And that's something Joan Crawford would have done, so I guess she was easy playing the Joan Crawford part. Um, but I'm happy. A lot of people that I don't know about Faith. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you're happy, and I really do think it's yeah, but you're, you're still working. She's not. Well, uh, I don't work as much, but I'm not hunting it, you know. Uh, yeah, I've got grandchildren, and when I heard about you going to see your dad or something, I said, well, we got that's what we do in Pennsylvania. We got some elderly people one had a stroke and we go regularly but you know I, I i miss the adrenaline and thank you for saying i'm still working i'm working now so you won't know you how neurotic i am robin williams are you serious you yeah know, but it was a cameo no it was a cameo i don't care you're there that's all that counts and, you're there and uh yes and, and there was some wonderful people in it uh, Dude, you're like so <laughs> iconic. It's not even funny. Yeah, I, mean, I love the way that you sound in real life, just like you do in a lot of your movie roles. Right. I think that's awesome because, like, as soon as you hear, even if nobody can see your face, they got they hear the voice and they automatically know who you are, which is yeah. the coolest thing ever. Um, well, I think meeting you at Parafest was really, really awesome. We had a great time. Hey, and, I uh, thank you. It can be an Achilles heel, though, and an asset. I did a lot of cartoons and uh, stuff, but I love the Southern accent. I can't give it up, but. Um, no, I have a New York accent. You know what? When I went to Manhattan, I kept listening so I would refresh in my accent because I don't want to lose it. Well, uh, I hear you, and neither did uh, Sean Connery want to lose his Scottish accent. Scottish accent. But, hey, listen, I want to thank you all for letting me plug the Robin Williams movie, whether it comes out this Christmas or next. But well, we're oh, going to definitely see it. And we'll talk about when it. When it comes after we out, we'll it. bring you on again and promote it just mm-hmm. because it's on, because it's fun, and we do have a lot of listeners. Again, we want to tell everybody, too, to check out williamsanderson.net in the chat room. Several people went and said it's a lovely site. Uh, so check it out oh, and, thank you. and support and, all uh, his films. And remember Coal Miner's Daughter, too, because he was in Coal Miner's Daughter. Which is was a space That was a big movie. Right, well, Sissy that was a hit. Yeah, she was born in the mountains. You got three choices: coal mine, moonshine, or moving on down the line. But thank you, guys. I love my shirt. And oh, best good. Of right. and I want to also thank your uh, thanks, Sharon. Which I'm assuming that's your wife. And uh, yes, it is. But can we, we do this? Uh, 
Can we do it earlier in the morning next time? It's hard to stay sober till one fifteen out here. <laughs> Moonshine. I'm, I'm, I'm on my way, way to Newport Beach and watch the sun go down and get drunk. No, I'm kidding, guys. Thank you so much. We, we want to thank you for one. helping. We want to thank Sharon for help set this thing up. Anytime you have anything you want to promote, have her shoot me an email. We'll bring you back on again. We want to thank you for coming on the show. And again, uh, congratulations to a, a, a terrifically successful career. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and same back uh, at you. Take have care, a guys. Life, my uh, have a good one. Take have care, a Ron. Bye-bye. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Great, bye. He's awesome. Bye. What a nice man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I, I love our show. We only have the best people, the nicest people. You guys, and like, I mean, he's like the most modest guy you ever mm-hmm. hear, but if you actually like go and look at the movies he's been in, mm-hmm. he's in some of the biggest movies and TV shows mm-hmm. in the history of like films. How so. dull would it be to go to watch a movie all the time with just two stars in it and nobody else? It would be a very dull film. It's those other roles. It's the other actors, the character actors, the walk-ons, the, the, the atmosphere people, the three-liners. They're all the people that make a film a film. And I don't care what stardom you are. Everybody that's in the movie is a star as far as And I'm Rebel concerned. Rebel loved it. Rebel Rebel got a shout out. Rebel likes William Sanderson. Yeah. So like I'm glad we had somebody you really dug Rebel. Mm-hmm. You you're awesome. Um everybody uh, follow Rebel, listen to her show and follow W4CY. We we got to do a quick shout out for our sponsor uh, Syndicate. Oh wait, we're supposed to do a shout out to the guy at the pizzeria in Piermont. I forgot what it was called. Oh, we forgot you. I don't have your card. I'm so sorry the producer didn't give it to us. But if you're listening that terrific guy in the uh, pizzeria in Piermont, New York. Oh, jeez. We'll get it. We'll find it for We're going to do it next week for you, baby. And I know you're going to listen this week, but I hope you enjoyed the show anyway. I'm so sorry we forgot. It's just that, you know, the wedding, the birthday, the, the baloney, and nobody gave it to us. Also, so, we want to give a shout-out because uh, David Harvey's in, in the chat room. But, hey. but we also got to thank our syndicate, starting with our home station, W4CY Radio. We're also on WROM Radio in Detroit. Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, Planet Radio Network with offices in L.A., Toronto, New York, and London, the 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska, Monster FM Radio in New York, and Bad Tomato FM in Washington, D.C. We want to thank all of our syndicates for playing the Jimmy Starr Show. Um, Chad, how much time we got? We're pretty much done, right? We're over, baby. Uh, we're over, so we got to go, we're everybody. Over. Thank gotta you so go, much everybody. for tuning See you next Chad, week. Chad, thank you. Oh, Chad Rune, thank later. you. Bye. Ginger Irish, thank you. Everybody, we'll see you guys later. Peace out. Take you out to Jimmy Stars, he'll dress you up.